This is the Pete and Sebastian Show with Pete Corielli and Sebastian Maniscalco. from Boston. First and foremost, our heartfelt congratulations goes to Biscuit and Lana. And welcome to the world, Caruso Jack Maniscalco. That is a great name. <laughs> I don't know what's worse. You fall into every two-bit online scam imaginable? Or are you acting like a goddamn modern-day Nikola Tesla because you ziplock your waterproof iPhone in the shower? The fucking thing's waterproof, kid! Get your shit together, you maniac! Later! Well, no beef in my mind, the love of me I left behind Cause I've been loving you always Are we running out of Songs? <laughs> Stevie Wonder, guy. Oh, my God. But, but do, like, very superstitious or something. No, I'm not, I'm not a hack. We, we got a lot to get into. Obviously, it's incredible news. What's left for Sebastian Maniscalco to accomplish? MTV will get into that. We got to get into I saw you with um, I, I'm not trying to be disrespectful of the women's names. It's not one of those things. Uh, one of them isn't one of them Hoda Cobb. And I'm not sure if it was those two women, but they were. They wanted you on to ask you something, but then they were talking over you. I wanted to jump through the screen and be like, ladies, sip some fucking wine and let the man talk. I don't yeah, know if so I was on, uh, I was on uh, the Today Show with uh, Jenna Bush, and that was Maria Shriver filling in for Hoda. Okay, all right, that's what because it said the Hoda Cop Show, gotcha. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, they were a little bit uh, chatty, um, and I couldn't really get anything started. Or once I did get started, I, I got bowled right over. And I'm a guest on the show, and there was a little bit of me that wanted to go, hey, hey ladies, ladies, why am I here? You, know? I, you, you held it together like a, a true gentleman, because if I had accomplished all the things that you had and I was in that spot, I think I would have walked off halfway through that guest host <laughs> babbling again. I mean, I'm like, lady, you're, you're, you're asking me a second question while the first question's still coming out of your mouth. You don't, my hair could be on fire right now and you'd still be babbling. <laughs> I was a disappointed parent. So what did you do? So I said, your toys are going to be taken out of your room. And they were like, no, mama. <laughs> Hey, hey, ladies, ladies, why am I here? Did they say sorry? They cried. He ah. said, that's it. That's a wrap. Yeah, I was in New York City. I apologize for uh, for uh, postponing the cast. It was just going to be impossible for me to get to a microphone and uh, and uh, do what we had to do. But uh, we had about a, what, 10-day, 12-day reprieve. I got stories locked and loaded. And I would like to start, if I may, with a story that I just uh, had happened to me at about an hour and 15 minutes ago. So let me paint the picture. All right. I pull up outside the Four Seasons Hotel out in Beverly Hills. I'm on the street. I'm a little early for the meeting. So I decided to uh, to take a phone call out on uh, in my car on the street, and I see a guy kind of creeping on the sidewalk. You ever feel like someone? It could be you could be in a car, you could maybe be standing, but there's someone clocking you. Mm-hmm. All right, that's the feeling I'm getting. So yeah, yeah. Looking at this guy, let's see, don't. He's looking through the, and I got the dark tint on the window, by the way, which I highly recommend. The limo tint. Get it, get yourself a limo tint. All right, dark black. I thought there was a legal level you can only go so dark. Can you, you can, go? Can but you know you run the risk of getting pulled over. But I'll pay the fine. Pay the fine. If I'm going dark tint, it's for a reason, man. I don't need to be getting pulled over. And that defeats the whole purpose of the tent. The tent is because I'm doing illegal shit behind the tent. <laughs> right? 
That's what I always when I see tinted I, windows, it's I'm like they're breaking it's the law on the other side of that glass. Listen, it's an aesthetic for me. I like when the car from top to bottom matches. So I got a black car, black tint, bro. All right. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. No, I'm just so I'm dark in the car. Even if the, you're looking at me in broad daylight, if you're coming right at me from the front, I'm in there, but no one even knows. The, a ghost could be driving. That's how dark it is in there, right? <laughs> Confusing, Lou. Don't mention it. <laughs> so. I go, okay, this guy's going to make his move. Sure enough, comes up to the passenger side window. Now, I'm sorry. If you see someone coming in this day and age up to your passenger side window, right away, the thought in my head, carjack. Rain. Oh yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. Now is he? He's on foot. Everything's fully rolled up and locked, and also passenger side windows just as tinted. Yeah, everything is locked, loaded. Cars even on. So I got the I got the foot on the gas, ready to ready to do a fishtail on this guy if he acts up. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. So he does that little little tap on the 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 window and like the roll down now. That, that's like from 1972. Yeah, like the next move is an arm right through the window, right? On his part, like I, I, he if may I as roll well the window. If I roll the window down, he's coming through it. Hey, you're no? telling me I, I'm still hold on. You're telling me he did the light knuckle tap on the glass and then indicated roll it down. Yeah, to me that's home invasion. That's fucking home invasion with no no showing a badge or nothing, just a nothing. pedestrian asking. He may as well be kicking his boot into my front door. <laughs> Holy shit! Now are you what? You're obviously not rolling down the window as much as you're putting it in drive at this point. I hope. Well, uh, I'm on the phone, and he doesn't see me make a move at all, so he backs off a little bit. I'm sorry, the move, if you ever tap, which you should never do in this day and age, especially on limo tent, you never tap on the window <laughs> yeah. and, and, uh, and stay there. You have to tap and at least take two or three big giant steps back off the car. This I would. Guy I mean, yeah. taps but gives a little lean back. So yeah, I gotta see what this guy wants. So I crack the window, and I'm sorry, I gotta pat myself on the back here again. Yeah, the crack is so small; it's all he could see is my eyeballs. I look like an owl. Oh, that's fantastic! <laughs> see, I don't. I I take Jackie's Tahoe. I do a light touch. It fucking goes all the way down. Then I touch it. It shoots all the way back up. It takes me about. A solid minute to get it right where I want it, man. Oh, no, no. This is sensitive to the touch. You give it a little... It just just breaks the seal, right? Uh, I'm digging it. Yeah, okay. No more kit kit music. (laughs) (laughs) So this guy pulls it. The euphoria and that's it with the uh, foreign language, you know. It, yeah, yeah. I'm not. It's just it's aggressive. Mm-hmm. All right. The whole, this, everything about this is aggressive right now. Now he's not even hitting you with clear English on top of it all. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's broken English and it's loud, right? Yeah. So I'm sorry. I I grew up around foreigners. Once you. Put broken English with loud. That was never good at my house. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. So that you for it. I go. I'm not for anybody. A little loud. Yeah. Could you turn that down? <laughs> say that again. <laughs> so I turn. I go. I ain't for anybody. And I slit the thing up. And I gotta tell you, when you hear two eyeballs talk to you. If that guy's gonna be scared for at least eight days the way I behaved. 
Well, for, I'm confused. What, first of all, what did he think you were for? It was so foreign and choppy. Obviously, he was waiting for someone to pull up. Oh. And he was asking me if I was that person. Now, I don't know if it was an Uber, a Lyft, or he was waiting for a painter to paint his house. I don't know what the hell he was waiting for. Yeah. But there's no way that this guy should have been that close to the vehicle. I, I mean, if he said, excuse me, uh, are you Bill? You would have had to fuck. You probably would have let him in for fucking. Uh, I would have let make a the window down. <laughs> what? And I would have rolled the window down and said, "No, but I know a bill in Chicago. Why?" <laughs> I'm just saying, it's all very scary. All right, man. I mean, but come on, this you, this guy should know better than to do the life. You should have at least said through the glass, guy. You could get shot for that. You don't do a knuckle. T- uh, t- uh, Bang on the glass. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in this day and age, again, this is not the 50s where you come up to a car and, hey, do you know how to get there? you know where to go? This is not 2019. You do a tap on my window, and I correlate that to breaking and entering. Absolutely, man. I don't even know if you'd get in trouble if you literally did like uh, that dude who's in jail, the guy who ran with the Blade Runner with no legs, who shot right through the bathroom door. I think oh, you could do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Someone does a light knuckle tap on your car. I think you could just put through three bullets right through the fucking passenger door. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Someone was knocking on the window. The judge would go, oh, yeah, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't unload the whole round. <laughs> Dismissed. What? Jordan fades back. Swoosh. And that's the game. Nothing further, Your Honor. Yeah, so so this is this is just a lesson though to the listeners. You can't do, you can't be doing that. You just you just can't be doing that. I mean, if you wanted to get somebody's attention in a vehicle, how would you go about it? Oh, I pull up next to them, and I just keep doing the hand wave. I just keep doing the no, hand. Like wave. you're on foot though. Oh, oh! You mean when I'm on foot? Oh, yeah, if I'm... you're on foot and there's a car at the curb, so put yourself in this guy's shoes. How would you do it? Well, I've never needed fifty cents for a fucking cup of coffee, so I can't imagine a scenario where I would go up to a vehicle and I'm not in the vehicle. I, I would do a half lean in front of the car and wiggle the hand, you know, like a yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do that? I mean, like maybe at a red light and I'm mowing my lawn, and I go Bob. I thought it was you. Ned Ryerson. (laughs) (laughs) I have missed you so much. I don't know where you're headed, but can you call in sick? Uh, (laughs) I got to get going. Uh, (laughs) It's good to see you, Phil. I also went to see a nutritionist today. On recommendation from my doctor because I got a little buildup in the artery, right? Okay, right, right. So I went and uh, it was at a house, but she didn't tell me that it was a house. Now, here's one for you. If you're going to see anybody, whether it be a nutritionist, a decorator, a wedding planner, and they give you an address, should they say... It's a home? Yes. I think if it's a home, yeah, like I had a dentist once, and they go, it looks like a house, but it's a dentist's office. And I'm like, good, thanks, good to know. Yeah. So, I, but I, I mean, think there should be a, a indication on the email that it's a home. So I pulled up, <clears throat> and it was a really nice neighborhood. And I walked up and I rang the doorbell and uh, a maid answered the intercom. And I said, uh, yeah, I'm here for the uh, appointment. No, no, no. You're not here. He's not here. Now it's a woman I'm supposed to meet. I said, oh, okay. And she goes, oh, no, no, no. He's here. I'll be right out. So she comes to the door and I go, is Robin here? And he goes, no, yeah, yeah, Rob, Rob, Rob is here. I go, 
I'm looking for a woman, Rob. He goes, no, Rob is here. I go, is he a man? Yeah, he's a man. I go, nutritionist? What? Does he deal with food? <laughs> yeah, no, no, he, he's eating now. No, no. <laughs> hey, that's another, that's another one. So I, uh, <laughs> so I call the woman. I go, you got a Filipino maid? I, that's how I go into these conversations. I, this is how I've always done it. No hi, no how are you? No, this is Sebastian. She answers, hello. I go, you got a Filipino maid? Now, do you think people appreciate the abrupt delivery? Or are they going, what the hell's wrong with this guy? Wow, man, that's, a, that's always the question with you. I think it's a wash. Because on one hand, you're like, not a hello? That's a little rude. But on the other hand, you're like, ooh, but we all halfway done already. <laughs> <laughs> with this exchange that's kind of nice too <laughs> yeah i I'm, I'm sorry but like the hey it's sebastian and then they oh yeah hi what, what are you, where are you well i'm outside but i think you know like to go through all that it cuts the right into the guts of the conversation you got a filipino maid no then yeah. i look i go you the house with the flowers yeah boom i'm in She's like, yeah, walk up. I'll be, and, 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 and it's like, we're done. My wife is, is, is one of these where, hey, how you doing? Good, good. How you doing? Good, good. What are you doing? No, not that. And then she'll, she'll like, she'll trickle off. Uh, you know, it, it could be with me. It could be with her mom. It could be with a friend she's talking to where my wife goes, oh my God, look at that. Look at that bird outside. Oh, that bird. Like, like, she'll like, her, like, I'll see the bird. Like, I saw a bird out my window just now. Yeah. I didn't go, oh, my God, look at that bird. Like, like my, my <laughs> wife will will actually express her inner thoughts out loud, even though you can't even see the bird. <laughs> right, 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 right. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> I just appreciate more of a direct approach. Get into the in and out of what you want to say. And go from there, enough with these pleasantries. So I get in, and uh, we have about an hour and a half consultation about what I eat, how I eat, when I eat. Um, and we're trying to dissect the problem. Not that there's a problem, but I feel that I'm just eating large portions. And it's, uh, it's hard to maintain a active fighting weight. Uh, with the amount of food I'm funneling into my gullet. Now, I want to ask you, Pete. Yeah. Your diet, does it heavily consist of fruits and vegetables? Um, I wouldn't say hev heavily, but there is a consistent amount. Like, because during the day, I'll always have like one or two hard-boiled eggs, mostly just the egg white. Um, but I, I eat a lot of almonds, just banging them out all day. At night, I have a salad. Uh, I try to put down an apple, dude, but uh, apples, just horrible. Just so, like, whatever. <laughs> I fucking agree, hate bro. What? I, I agree with you. <sighs> an apple nowadays, I look at it, I go, there's no way I even want to get into that. I mean, oh, and if God. you were to eat an apple, do you eat it? whole like you just take big big clops of apple out of it with your teeth or yep. do you do a slice job no nah, i just wash it up and i just bite through it and, and keep going until it's gone and if every bite sucks and it's just like it even the, the most delicious apple it's like whatever this shit is like shit and then uh <laughs> <laughs> you know and then like once in a blue moon when i was doing i was slicing them in fours and then i was just lathering them up in organic peanut butter uh, and i could i like literally i wouldn't take a one nibble of that apple unless it had peanut butter on it i I'd fucking rub it in peanut butter and i go oh. jackie it's not that bad this way <laughs> 
So yeah, fruits. Yeah, wait, what's the best? Oh, fucking banana or good? Even a, even a delicious blueberry. What? It's not as good as a fucking almond joy candy bar. Uh, yeah, well, well, I'm with you on the peanut butter and an apple. Yeah, if I'm eating an apple and I run out of peanut butter, I'm done with the apple. Now, do you skin it or do you eat the skin on the apple? Well, here, here, it's an old Sicilian trick that my grandfather told me. You put the apple in the palm of your left hand and you take a knife. And I really can't even give it justice uh, on the radio here. But I, I do like a... It almost looks like a flying saucer cut on the apple. You ever see one of those? Oh, yeah. So the bow, the wrists are going at the same time. The blade's going all the way through. Oh, the apple's being rotated. Yeah, it's like a yeah. jigsaw. I know, but, but but really, you're supposed to eat that skin, man. Isn't that supposed to be good for you? No, I'm not talking about the skin. I, I slice an apple that way. Oh, right down in half? No, no. I get like, I don't know, maybe 10% of the apple... Under the oh. knife. Oh, and I do oh, like a little... oh, are you then taking it with your teeth and pulling it off the blade? <laughs> <laughs> Just a light pull off. You ever see that? Oh, it's a dunk. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> 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 That's what a loan shark does when he wants money from you. He eats an apple like that. You got the 50. <laughs> oh, God. Is that a move? I'm sorry. If you eat an apple off the blade, you. <laughs> 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 you don't think you get any manlier than that? Oh, man, no, nah, exactly. And the thumb is cradled in the bottom of it as it's all being pushed forward <laughs> off the blade. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, God. Did did the BP pull that move off in Ocean's uh, 12 or whatever? Where did he was what? eating all the time? What? What, what, what? BP, we all know who that is, fucking... Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Hello. Oh, I, I, Lou, did you did, know who that was? Uh, yeah, I do. Of course, Lou knew who it was. So uh, did, didn't he bang that out in Ocean's 12, that one where he was eating the whole time? I think he might have. I think he, he might have done an apple fling with the knife. Yeah. So, by the way, all right, we're at the nutritionist, obviously getting back to that. Are you now you're in a home and you're okay with that, even though it's probably a nice home? But, like, what are we talking? Are you in the family kitchen right now? What are we doing? I'm in the living room, and um, I don't know. It's nice, it's comfortable, but. Um, what? Well, I mean, the, isn't a party the like. Nope. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, gosh. Thank you. <laughs> the dog was. Um, Reminded me of uh, your old dog. That oh, was yeah. The, the, your dog's name. Cocker Spaniel, Ruby. Ruby? Ruby, English Cocker. Yeah. Yeah. And it starts snoring like a gorilla in a cave, man. <laughs> and she's telling me about fruits and vegetables, and I'm hearing... <laughs> Hey, yeah. <laughs> now, I, bro, I mean, I, I, this isn't as cool as getting your hair cut under the olive tree. This is like, is there a part of you going, is this a nickel and dime bullshit operation because I'm in a home? Or is this lady cutting edge and, and this is like nobody even knows about this shit. You got to be invited to this home. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a little bit both. I'm like, all right, where's this going? Because I don't really know anything yet. Right. As I'm sitting there, right? So, we're talking, and she starts asking me questions. Let me ask you this. When's the last time you ate a plum? Uh, plum, not not in a long time. I mean, they tend to be not good. Um, I, I like a plum, and I like a peach, but, man, how often are they perfect in this country? Like a That's week? That's what I, exactly my answer was. I said, I love a beautiful peach, and I love a scrumptious plum. But the odds of getting a good one are what? 
if that man i mean you ever go to the store and you grab them i'm like what are, what are these boulders underneath this shit <laughs> this shit is never gonna soften this it's like rock i mean when yeah, i was a kid my, my my best buddy and his brother they the family went peach picking and they came home and they had all these peaches and they put them on the windowsill and all around the kitchen and in the fridge and and you could eat them without your teeth they were just you ever bite one and it, and, and it's dripping down your hand? Oh, I mean, and I don't think I ever had a peach relatively close to that in the past 25 years. Ah, oh, man. You, you hit the nail on the head, man. The peaches where you could just get into it, and it's almost like... Uh, it's almost like the peach has the form of a peach, but there's a thin layer around it just holding juice together. That's... That's yes. when they're really good. Now, every what time I, I take a bite, and this is yeah. what I can't stand about the grocery store. Can you just put the fruit out that's already ready to eat, right? Like, don't put a plum and go, oh, you could eat that in three days. I want to eat it now. I'm going to forget I bought a plum in three days. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. Fruit should be bought to be eaten in that moment because if I want an apple, that window is so fucking tiny <laughs> that that apple better be ready to go. You know? Yeah, I'm or, with you. Or separate the plums in the three or four different sections. Like, ready to eat a day out, two days. You know, like... I don't want to sift through 153 plums to find the, oh, yeah, this is the one. I'm paying enough money for the fruit already. Can't we get a guy separating the shit? Well, you bring up another great point. If you're fishing for a plum or a peach, right, How and you, and you grab, how many bad ones, hard ones, do you have to grab in a row before you make a decision that the whole bin is a fucking bust? <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like DVD hunting. There's three Seagal movies in my first four dip downs. I'm like, I'm out. This fucking bin's got shit. <laughs> oh, God. I'm with you, man. It's right? like, so that's why I don't eat those. Although I love a great peach. But love one. again, it's, it's like, uh, I don't know how many times I went in the refrigerator and I took a, three peaches out of you know those plastic bags and like, uh, they all got a growth on them that looks like it came from another plant. I go, get, get rid of this before we have to burn the refrigerator. <laughs> like, so what, did it get soft and delicious for about five minutes in the middle of the night? And if you missed it, by the time you wake up, there's fungus and shit, right? <laughs> Goddamn things. You got to, like, put them in your breast pocket or something. <laughs> Just check it every 15 minutes for the next six weeks. <laughs> Fucking peach. Yeah, I, what's the maturity rate on a peach? Like, <laughs> once they pick it, like, what is? I mean, I, I, I just these fruits are being underutilized just because of the freshness factor. I know. And then on top of that, I can't even tell you the last time I grabbed a peach that actually had the fuzz. They were always skinless. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, uh, just no fuzz. Just I'm like, is this a nectarine? What the fuck? Yeah. Like, yeah, to be a it's, kid. it's hard. The nectarine and the peach, very, very hard to distinguish between the two. The nectarine uh, is like stupid. The nectarine is just a guaranteed shitty peach, <laughs> right? That's like a hard, unripe peach. It's I don't even get who my, Jackie likes that shit. Oh god! So anyway, so, yeah, you're in there. I can't what... believe you're in here with this lady. Is there even like a photo of Gwyneth Paltrow doing something for Goop with this lady? I mean, are you just are you breaking new ground? Does she know who you are? I'm just asking. Uh, she asked what I did for a living for the for the fact sheet, oh. and she wrote it down. Um, but sweet lady, but asking me the questions that I typically don't get asked. You know, like when's the last time you had a plum? She loves blueberries. She says unbelievable antioxidant. It was labeled a superfood five years ago, and and that's exactly what it is. But I got to tell you something on the blueberry. Yeah, where's the taste there? I, I you know, no matter how many I put in my mouth, it's still the same effect. Nothing. Again, small window. Have you ever gone blueberry picking? No. 
Yeah, I did that in Maine, and I even do that where I live now. And I, I didn't know if it was going to be fun or not, but you find yourself... By the time you get down to the other end, your mouth is so blue because you, you, you're pulling up these blueberries that are so perfect. You're just like, I got to try that one. I got to try this one. It's really a lot of fun, and they're fantastic, and they're delicious. But again, it's like a blueberry season's like four days. So Oh, see, what, yeah, I, I'm not into this time limit. Hold on one second, one second. Yeah. Lou, you a fruit guy? Guy, I've never had an apple. So blueberry picking, you got what four, four or five days? But do they have taste though? I've never had a blueberry. Like, oh, whoa! Yeah, they do. But I mean, again, you know, it's like never, not even, even the most delicious blueberry I ever had didn't have as much taste as a piece of blueberry bubble gum. Not even close. Yeah, I agree. I like uh, the bubble gum is where it's at, man. I started something a couple days ago. I think this could be a seller. Tell me what you think of this, okay? I had to make Sadie's lunch, and she has peanut butter and jelly. So Jackie's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, because I had another piece, a nice-sized piece of wheat bread, and I laid it flat, and on one half I put the organic, it's almond butter, you know, the almond butter? Yeah, yeah. Looks like peanut butter. And on the other half of that same piece of bread, I put strawberry jam. Half and half, like a black and white cookie. And I had it on a big napkin, and she's like, what's that one for? And I go, that that one's for me. Check it out, Jack. And I go, how fucking great would this be in, like, a, my own little deli? Pete's Fold'em. You buy it from me like that. Then I give it to you, and then you flap it up together. Boom! Oh. You make a meet. When you get in your car, when you get where you go, you flap it up. So maybe you want to put a little sliced <laughs> banana in there. You got the opportunity to. You want to add a little... You want to put blueberry oh. in there? Boom. Pete's flap up to go. Oh. oh, I love that idea. Thank you, bro. What's this nutritionist hitting with? Telling you to eat those dates, right? They like tell you to eat dates. No, you know, she's not into so much like dieting. She's into more of like, okay, what's your lifestyle? And she asked me if I like to cook. I said, I absolutely like to cook. And I think I'm going to start cooking more at dinner time. Not that I don't cook already, but I think what I do is when I cook, I, I make it a three hour an event and, and she's and she was flabbergasted by that. She goes, What three hours? I go, Yeah, I feel like if I'm not cooking six or seven different items, why even bother getting in there? She goes, What? <laughs> she's like, You cooking six it. items? I go, Yeah, I'm cooking like an appetizer, I got three sides going. I I got a main protein, whether it be lamb chop. Sometimes I do a lamb chop. And a ribeye, just in case you want to taste both. Oh, that's why, that's why Italians, listen, Italians don't go to the nutritionist because the nutritionist never even heard of this type of behavior before. If it's a normal night here at five o'clock, I'm firing up the grills like it's a rest, like, like I'm working at a, like a shift at a restaurant. Like your you Rocco DiSpirito and uh, Sinatra and <laughs> Dean Martin came in after hours. <laughs> Yeah. I'll fire yeah. the grill back up, guys. Sit down. Don't worry. <laughs> she's gonna, she's like, you know, 25 minutes, you could cook a nice little fish on a bed of uh, mango and little, uh, sometimes I make a little, um, you know, shrimp taco. Takes 25 minutes. And I think it's shrimp taco. Are you kidding me? Shrimp taco. I, I'll have in my sleep. <laughs> you know, that's not yeah, a but- meal to me. Wow, come on. Well, you got to make it a meal. What do you mean? A shrimp taco is not a meal? How how would you make your shrimp in this case? Because if you want to make the shrimp taco a meal, maybe you grill the shrimp instead of doing a you know an indoor quick skillet job on it. You make this. Yeah, sh- no, no. She said get, marinate the shrimp, put, slap it on the grill, and, you know, you know, make that part of, uh, you know, or a little carne asada if you want to put that in and, and, and make it like a, a taco night. I did a taco night the other, this had to be two weeks ago. Yeah. I'm in there with the ground beef. I got six different toppings. You could go down the line, put, you know, you could build your own. I did it where there's a little sour cream. There's a little chive. There's a little cheese. There, you know, like, it's like, uh, 
you know, I just I put about ten tacos out there between Lana and I, just in case Lana wants five and I want five. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing's yeah. portioned out. Manja, manja. Yeah, go ahead. Eat, eat. I went fishing last week with uh, Sadie and my father-in-law and my nephew. I just do a cooking fish. And um, by the way, man, it's like I go to my father-in-law. I go, hey, what are you doing Saturday? This is a couple, like, two weeks ago. I go, you want to go fishing with me and Sadie? And he's like, sure, sure. I, and he has a little boat. And he goes, we don't even need my boat. I know a real freshwater pond, and we'll get, um, you know, Sadie's cousin, and the four of us will go. So I go, all right. I go to my father-in-law's. We get in his truck. We got the poles. Sadie's never fished before. You know, it's going to be fun. I like hanging out, and we got a couple beers. And we pull up not too far from our house. Just off of I-90, uh, right off the highway, maybe like about uh, 200 yards from the highway, a woman's house, just a driveway. And he's like, yeah, we're here. And I'm like, what? it's a house. And he goes, yeah, she's got a big freshwater pond in the back. When they built the ramp, when he goes, years ago, when they built the ramp to go over the highway, they got the dirt from back here like 40 years ago he goes just tons and tons of dirt and they made this giant pond that no one knows is back here but i knew because you know he's been living there forever and he goes and about 30 years ago i was at the fish store and getting bait and they gave me trout instead of something else and i was like well i don't want to use these trout these are too good these are gonna these baby trout so he goes i brought them all to this pond and that was over 30 years ago so he goes so i know for a fact this pond has trout and there's some other stuff. And I go, but it's on this woman's property. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, oh, I, I asked her once a while ago if I could have a fish there. And she said, yeah. So I'll just go knock on the door. I go, how, how long ago did you ask it at? <laughs> he goes, oh, a few years back. And I'm like, oh, oh shit. Jesus. I'll wait in the car. Right? <laughs> and now he's fucking just knocking on his lady's door. Oh. Right, Bro. and no one's answering. So I go to Sadie. I go go out there and hang out with your gramps, you know. So they're less uncomfortable, you know. So if a woman comes out, she'll see you and your cousin. <clears throat> so they're all out there. No one answers. So he goes, Ah, come on, leave the car there. Let's go fish. I go, Well, like, what if she comes home or whatever? He goes, Ah, I'm telling you, we're fine. We're allowed. So we're back there and we're fishing, and. It's like, it's just a big pond that no one knows about. And, dude, right away we put our poles in. We catch a small mouth bass. We're reeling it in. Holy shit, right? We put it in a, we don't have a bucket. We don't have a cooler. He's like, oh, shit, we forgot a bucket. He goes, go see if you can find one uh, uh, by the house up front. So I'm walking up front, and I look around, and I find, like, a bucket off to the side of this lady's house. And as I'm picking it up, oh, God, the lady comes around the bend on a drive lawnmower. Oh, she was home on the other side of the house. And she goes to lower the engine. And I'm holding up the bucket, and I go, hey, how are you? I'm here with my father-in-law, and he said we could fish here. Oh, now, right God. Away, I thought she was going to go. Even if she said yes, yeah, she's going to go, yeah, but I didn't say you could take my fucking bucket. And she just lowers the thing, and she goes, absolutely, how's it going? Have you caught anything yet? Oh, my God. And I'm like, oh, no, we're just starting. And she's like, well, good luck. I hope you get something. And I'm like, where do I live? I would never do that. I would never let anybody fucking do that, would you? Bro, this is is 10 times worse than a light tap on the window. I, dude, and, and she doesn't, so... So anyway, I go back and my father-in-law goes, what'd she say? And I go, what'd she say, right, guy? Because even you weren't sure she was going to be cool with it. And I go, she said, we're all right. <laughs> so I go to hand him the bucket. has a hole in it so we can't use it. So we're like, shit. I go, all right. He, he's, now they caught two more fish and they have them in this little cooler we have. But he's like, they're going to die if we don't get water in them. And he goes, and these are good eating, so let's save them. But now you don't have a bucket. So I go, all right, I guess I got to drive home and get a bucket. And he goes, no, no, give me a, give me a piece of fishing wire, a, a fishing line. So we give my father-in-law a piece of fishing line. Dude, this guy's like Bear Gryllis. He makes this fishing thing a, like a line. And he all the fish we catch, every time we catch a new one, he like, he like needles it, like putting a needle through a button. He puts it through the fish's mouth, and then he rehangs the string oh, in the water. On either end of sticks sticking out. So the fish, they're swimming in the pond, 
<clears throat> but they're stuck on my they're stuck on the line. So they're oh, staying alive man. all day. This, and is, it, this guy is unbelievable. Right. And then at the end of the day, we pull them all out. We drive to his house. Immediately shows me how we slice them up. We fillet them. Uh, him and I, we make them all nice. And we put them in a bag <laughs> with, with a lemon. And he goes, bring those home immediately. Have Jackie bread them. And you fry them up with a little all, uh, garlic, uh, olive oil. Delicious. Nothing better than fresh right out of the boom, boom, boom. Right? I go home. Jack, come on. We got to do this. She breads them. We eat, go to eat them. Uh, Sadie can't even eat white fish. She's actually allergic to it, right? So me and Jackie go to eat. Dude, I'm about three bites into my first one. <sighs> Start smelling, you know, heavy fish smell. Oh, Every wow. time I bring my fork to my hand. Oh. I can still smell the fish smell on my hand, even though I washed them about 72 fucking times since then. Oh. Then then I start thinking about where I was fishing, and I'm like, how was that pond made? Dirt dug up for the fucking highway? <laughs> what else funneled into that motherfucking thing? I'm not even halfway done with the first fish. I do a drop on it, and I go with the leftover chicken, and we toss it. So, I mean... Oh, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I know out of a fresh lake, it's delicious and all, but. Yeah, man, this ain't good. This pond bullshit. Sorry. But, but you know, we, we're holding them up and they smell like they look good and da-da-da. So I don't, I don't know. But even, even if they were delicious, you know, the, you, you got the smell in your hands. You're like there for a long time catching them. It's a whole thing, bro. Yeah, can't bro, you I'm just not like, into it. you know how like those like fancy restaurants get fish flown in every day from Amalfi Coast? Oh yeah. Can't you go to that restaurant and go throw in a couple more lobsters per week for me, and a couple Man. more da da da, and have your guy deliver them to my house? So like you're getting your Amalfi Coast delivery second hand. Yeah. You're on the you're on the same page that I, I literally thought about this last week when I was in New York. I went to uh, Milos to eat the Greek place, which is my favorite restaurant in the world, and they get their stuff flown in uh, from the Mediterranean, and uh, it's about two days, um, they, the, for about forty eight hours they got the fish, and after that it, it, they, they don't sell it anymore. So I'm thinking to myself, then they bring it to the tops. Chef. What? After forty eight hours, they bring it to my supermarket. <laughs> my supermarket if they get fished too early they go hey Minga, it's fucking two days get it out of here come back wednesday you fucking hey, crazy not right <laughs> so so i thought the same thing you know if you got a hookup maybe if you know the next time i go in and go hey listen can you throw a few more branzini in the net and uh <laughs> and uh, you know, <laughs> I come and get it, like, because I'm. So, I want high quality stuff, man. That's when it comes to food. Like, right. I want like, like ocean the table, bro. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Well, ocean the table via 48 hours in the air. But uh, basically speaking, you want like lobster salads, right? They charge it a hundred dollars for a pound of lobster salad out in the Hamptons. Uh, and some people are outraged, but other people, the the people that are selling it, are like, "Nah, man, we're getting all lobster. They're coming from other countries, man. They're, the Maine lobster, they're like Maine lobster. No, that's like twenty five dollars a pound. This shit we're bringing in is like from what you're saying, like these like exotic places. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the Maine lobster, I feel like they took a dive in popularity over the last 30 years. I thought Maine lobster was like the kind of the the king of all lobsters in the United States, but I don't know what the hell's going on with their breeding cycle, but uh, they fell off the map. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think I think you got to go out deeper now where it's colder to get the good lobster, man. And the, so Further you got to go, the more I, I don't know, man. But I love when you get into different shit because then we all find out about the highest end of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so next week we'll probably hear about some shrimp loot that we didn't even know exist. They're like a foot long. Clooney has them every Wednesday as a shrimp steak fucking party. It was a rock. 
Lobster! The Pete and Sebastian Show. Rock Lobster! <laughs> it's time to discuss manscaping again. Listen, we are in the midst of the summertime. Fourth of July weekend's kicking it off. You're going to be out and about. You got to keep yourself tight. You want that, you're going to wear a nice polo shirt and you're going to have all that neck hair on your neck it's disgusting i don't care what you're wearing if i see hair on your neck when you go to take a leak in the men's room i'm like this guy's a schlep you gotta look tight all right and look you might not have a girl in your life who's going to be able to do this stuff for you that's why you go to manscaping and let them take care of it for you all right think about it there's no place better because at manscaped.com you get everything you need and if this is your first time you've considered manscaping they've got a deal for you all right? It's called the Perfect Package. It comes with their razor called the Lawn Mower and Safety Razor. I'm not getting crass, but obviously you can use it downstairs. All right? But for me, you can use it on your neck. You can use it anywhere where you think you got too much hair acting up. I mean, shit, I used to take a, a wooden spoon and tape a big razor to it and help my brother. He'd use it to get a, a big patch of hair off his back. He'd get hair on a birthmark. And you have this. to use that to get it. Remember that, Lou? Yeah. That's how you go to manscaped.com and you get the lawnmower with the safety razor, plus a toner and a cleaner and deodorant. Now listen, listen this to the cast. This is for us guys, for the cast. You can get 20% off your first order when you use the code DJLou at manscaped.com. And if you order the perfect package, they'll also throw in a free travel bag when you use the code DJLou. That's manscaped.com. And use the promo code DJLou for 20% off your first order. Like I said, they're going to throw in a travel bag, which you're going to need because you're going to look good and you're going to get invited to stay at people's homes for weekend getaways. Start manscaping today. All right, don't forget, man, the For Pete's Sake tour is pretty much underway. We start in July with uh, Magoobies, then we head over to Montreal. Magoobies is out in Baltimore. Montreal Comedy Festival all week long. I have my own headlining show every night. Um, you can go to pcorielli.com to see the little theater I'll be doing there. Then I'll be making my way to the Gramercy Theater in New York City. I'll be playing Chicago, Boston, Pittsburgh, Buffalo at the Trough. Uh, one of my favorite clubs in East Providence, the Comedy Connection. All right, just go to pcorielli.com and find all the dates. Uh, I took uh, Serafina to gymnastics class. That's that's our thing. This is the second time uh, my daughter and I have done this together. And uh, we're in the class. And to me, it's a little uh, too heavily populated. I mean, the class, I believe, if you want to do it right, could only accommodate about six kids. There's about 11, right? Mm-hmm. And what they have the kids do is kind of like an obstacle course. They'll kind of balance on the beam. They'll jump off, and then they'll do like a like a little crab crawl or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. So this is the problem I got. <clears throat> now my daughter is doing the balance beam, and she needs daddy's hand, you know, to kind of because it's a it's a, a narrow beam, you know. So she's got she's my a little hand. over two, man. She's still young. Yeah, and, she, and, and this is two and three-year-olds. Yeah. So she's walking the beam, and I got one of these uh, kids behind me that's, uh, like, too fast for the for the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah. like gauge how fast. Yeah, it's a girl. Okay. Gauge how fast the person in front of you is going. And then you go, okay, she's three quarters of the way down the beam. If I'm going to walk at this pace, she'll be off by the time I get there. This was one like my daughter took off and then she took off at the same time. Yeah. And and I look back and it's a nanny behind me, right? And Uh she ain't, she's on my ass too. Like they're, they're piggybacking both of us. So. I took Serafina off the beam. I go, that's it. You go. Why don't you go? You know, I gave him you the let, you, you let go. him play through. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> What'd you say? Go oh, ahead. Okay. No, you go. You know, but with an attitude that was like you—you you could tell that I was angry, right? And yeah. It was one of these, but they didn't get it. They didn't get yeah, it. Yeah, I had so a feel. The, I had a feel. The whole, the whole class, whatever activity we did, these people were behind us. You know, like. We could went to the, the 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 ball pit. The ball pit's huge. You know, you jump into the foam, you know, whatever. Yeah. Of course, we jump in, and I look. I'm coming out of the pit, and guess who's jumping right on top of the whole pit right here? You're gonna jump right on my lap. Hey, I'm sorry, bro. And then he had another kid on the trampoline, jumping up and down, and then he had a mother come out. And she's jumping up and down with her kid while yeah. she's blowing the kid's nose. Hey, listen. Uh, uh, listen. <laughs> like the trampoline was jarring the snot out of the kid's nose. And, right, and the right. kid's blowing the nose as the kid's jumping up and down on the trampoline with the mother. <laughs> Now, well, number one, yeah. I'm upset that the kid's there and and uh, it's <laughs> she's sick. And number two, I'm pissed off that they they didn't even do like, babe, why don't you come on off and let me blow your nose? They had to get their money's worth on the trampoline. <laughs> now was she already jumping with him, or do you think she saw his nose and yeah. jumped in there? Yeah, like she saw oh, his nose. She saw the nose start to run and brought up a handkerchief and they did a mobile blow. <laughs> it's like refueling in the air. Holy oh, shit. <laughs> what the fuck? Are you sitting there going, no, this is, come on, man. No, you got to run your nose. Get off. Blow it. We'll go. Oh, shit. <laughs> Are you the only dad, man? Because you're going to start getting a reputation as the guy who can't keep his cool, man. Well, well, there's, there's, there's two other dads there, and I was, I was upset with them, too. Now, I'm sorry, but we're going to gymnastic class, and I got to applaud my wife here. My daughter looks like Mary Lou Retton, right? She's done up. She's got a, her hair up in a little bun. She's got a barrette. Beautiful, right? She's got the, the proper gymnastic onesie on right she looks like yeah. adorable i get this kid and his father there man when the father looked like he he literally uh fell out of a uh, a freight train and, and ended up in gymnastics class hair is everywhere you know like you know the type of guy that gets out of bed and his hair has to be tamed with only a shower like you you, yeah. you can't like sink sink wet that hair down. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Wait. Uh, oh. Oh. Yeah. He. Oh. I know what you're saying, man. It's got. It needs to be totally wet. I know what you're saying. But is that like the look? Is he a writer? You know how writers are. No. 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 This guy ain't no writer. Right. This is. Uh, this this guy ain't no writer. He he, right. he just right. just looks like hell. You know, like he was late for gym, and his kid is following in his in the father's footsteps. Right, like this. Rarely do you see the father done up and the kid look like a slob, or vice versa. The kid look like the slob yeah. and the father. It, it's it's like they both go hand in hand. Now I'm there. I'm showered. I'm ready. And by the way, I'm sorry, guys. Guys, this is for all the fathers out there. If you're gonna take your kid to gymnastics class, socks, huh? Where's some socks? Ankle socks, absolutely. <laughs> this guy yeah. had a head of hair on his big toe. I never seen Jesus. hair like this on a toe before. If you have it, fine, but please, if you're going to be in an area where 12 or 13 people are going to see it, you're going to have to cover that with a sock. Every single toe should be treated like your dick. (laughs) Right? Only your wife sees it. That's it. And the doctor. Your wife and the doctor. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Disgusting, man. I'd make it a law.
be my platform. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, God, man. Every toe should be treated like your dick. I, what a great analogy, man. God. So, yeah, that was my day over at gymnastics. And uh, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be able to take this. This is another thing that bothered me. Serafina had uh, needed to change a diaper. And I go up to the place to, you know, to, to change. And, and, and a lot of men's bathrooms do not have a changing table. Have you noticed that? Uh, yeah, I mean, they, they, well, that's interesting. I haven't noticed. So you're saying you really think that more. I thought it had to be legally the same, man. It just takes one gay dad to not have a changing table, and you got a lawsuit on your hands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious, man. <laughs> yeah, you got to make sure. I'm oh. everywhere. But so. you know what? Like I've changed I changed Serafina like on the floor. Obviously I put down that changing pad, but I've I put down right. a changing pad on the floor of a bathroom and I've changed her like that. But you know, I'm not the oh. guy <laughs> Listen. That's rough. I'm not guy. The guy. It's it's tough to do, bro. It's yeah, a I tough mean you change. had no other options than the bathroom floor. I mean Sam Jackson yeah. won it almost won an Oscar playing a dad. Made his kid sleep on a bathroom floor for heaven. Remember that movie? It was, it's a it's a big deal. It's, why didn't you even no. put her on the sink in the vanity, bro? There was, it was a single bathroom at a All hotel right. on a rooftop. Oh, okay. I, All right, clean, classy. Not that well. Yeah, I'm not gonna go out in the middle of the restaurant and change a shit diaper while they're serving tuna tartare, right? <laughs> right. All right. No, so, some people would. I respect your move now. No, Thank you for bro. Clarifying. No, Hey, listen, I, I look at my daughter's diaper as, as my toes. Nobody else sees it but mommy and daddy. All right? <laughs> That's it. Oh, I like that. Yes, absolutely. Much respect. So, so go ahead. So, um, Bathroom. Yeah, so there's, and I'm not the type of guy that comes out of that situation and goes to the manager and goes, excuse me, do you know you don't have a changing table in the men's, you know, like, I ain't that yeah. guy. Right. There's people that would complain to the manager like they're not being heard or why don't men have the same thing? I listen, I did the it's like it's like war. You go in, you get the job done and you get out of there. Right. Right. You're going to go home and go on Yelp. Good place to eat. Just hope you don't have to chant no play whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, so of course I don't know what the hell the person was doing in the bathroom, but it was, yeah, it was taking a little bit too long for a gymnastics school. Like, you know, you know, you don't bring the Wall Street Journal into the gymnastics school bathroom to lay a loaf. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, yeah, that's a quick as possible, man. Oh, but I did one of these moves, and I'm sure you've done it with Sadie. I did a heavy turn on the knob, knowing it was locked on the bathroom, and I gave it a good shake. Like this, like if they were trying to take a shit and couldn't get it out after I violently grabbed the knob, they would have shit just on fear alone that the door was going to come off. <laughs> I'm not. Wait, I'm not following you. Are you are you in the stall with no, Serafina? No, it's it's a single bathroom, right? Uh, it's a yeah. single. So there's a door that you lock, and then you you know there's one toilet, and you do whatever you have to do. Now, this you're in the in bathroom there. with her, obviously. No, I'm not in the. I'm outside in the hallway. You're not even inside with her. At a little over two, she's no, got, no, no, is no, she? no, guy. I have her. Yeah, in my arms, okay. waiting to go into a single toilet. Oh, and someone's it, in there. Oh, and you and someone's hard. in there. Oh, and you did a hard jiggle. I did not even a jiggle, bro. It was like a violent, like if like the cops would have done what I would have done if they were looking for a guy who robbed the bank. And yeah. Thought he oh, was I, love I love it. I love it. 
then checking every door to see if it's bolted. I, now I totally know what you're saying. I was on a cross country flight Sunday and uh, I kicked the bottom of the fucking bathroom door with my toe because I know people will be looking at my hands. I gave it a fucking kick and then I did a slow walk away and looked out the little window by the emergency exit door. Oh, and so when they opened move. it up, I wasn't right there, but they're like, they knew I kicked that shit. So I'm right there with you. <laughs> Hard jiggle, baby in hand. Hard jiggle, Who's baby in, in hand. And then what I did was I did a tag that I don't know. I just, I, I think this might be pulling a Pete. I talked to Serafina and I said, I don't know, Serafina. It seems like they've been in there for a while. That you ever talk to your oh, kid? Oh. And, and gear it towards someone who you want that like you're indirectly speaking with them but through your child absolutely dude i got a i got a bit where i say i jiggle that door again and then i say to that fucking jiggler that was me i go yeah no it's actually a line i'm next <laughs> I don't even have a baby. I'm making fucking shit up. You're making another person up. Yeah, I'm doing a one-man show, guy. 100%. Oh, God, that's hysterical. But I'm right there with you. And the baby is just perfect because now you got this ammunition. Now, you, you know, you're like, no, I was talking to my kid. She was wondering. So, so now what do we got coming out? The mother? I, I, they, were, they were in there so long. Uh, I, I left, right. and we had to do a... Uh, uh, the, the back of the SUV, I had to change her there. Wow, you got it down though, huh? You feel? Do you feel you're at the top level of your changing diaper game? Like, like, like I'm rusty now. It's been a while, but there was a time where I could do it in the dark in seconds. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm pretty efficient in the diaper change. However, I got to tell you, with Caruso. It's a lot different uh, cleaning up a, a boy because there's just a lot going on below the belt there. There's nuts. There's a little dick. You know, there's, yeah. there's a lot of shit that could get damaged down there. So the wiping <laughs> process on a boy is a lot more extensive than a, than a little girl. I mean, really? You know, the, Oh yeah, come on! The back of the nuts. Then you got to get like you know the the penis. You got to move that, and you got to like like get in there like a drain. You know? Yeah, I just always thought the penis would be a nice natural. You lift them up by the penis, kind of, and just wipe everything underneath. You know? But no, no, it it it, it it's kind of sh- it's all over the place. So it's a little and, and they and, shit more, and, right? Yeah, they're shitting a little bit more, and Lana's catching on to like that. I don't really want to change the kid's diaper because it's a little bit of a process. She goes, "Are you trying to get out of changing the diaper?" I go, "Nah, I'll change it. You want to change? I'll change it right here." And I get defensive, even though yeah. I am trying to get out of the out of the deal. I'll, yeah. ch- I'll change Serafina's diaper all day long, but Caruso, man, this this guy's shitting like a man already. Oh man, what do you want? You, what do you want? Just all you want to do is have a martini with him and play Sinatra. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> kid's fucking less than two weeks old. You already—I don't want to wipe his ass. Hey, I wipe my daughter's ass. Whatever, man. This kid, you know, it's like wipe your own ass. Let's go get a drink already. What the fuck? You've been here fourteen days. Hey, hey, hey you got to teach the, the the kid independence, bro. He's got to f- provide for the family. <laughs> Oh, I love it, man. I love it. No, but you know, you're just uh, you, so you're gonna you're totally gonna raise both of them uh, differently, and in, in the way you see a girl, girls are a little princess to you, right? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. That's awesome. The kid, the kid, I gotta harden up a little bit. Uh, two two weeks old or two day oh, two week yeah two weeks old, but uh, yeah, we gotta start the hardening process early and often. Um, I made the announcement on Fallon last week, but I uh, just wanted to tell the audience that I am hosting the 2019 MTV Video Music Awards August 26th from New Jersey. And if you haven't heard already, I uh, I will be the host. This is something that uh, I took as a challenge to me. This is uh, I've never done anything quite like this. Hosting uh, number one, incredible number two, dude. Yeah, it's uh, it's something that I grew up uh, watching, and now I'm going to be hosting it. So uh, we're we're very excited uh, that this is going down on August 26th in New Jersey. So uh, many more stories to come on that end. Congratulations, dude! I mean, that's insane. I mean, I know we already discussed it, but not on the cast. I mean, holy shit, right, Lou? 
It's pretty Jesus. amazing. Jesus. Awesome. Yeah, it's exciting. So, it's exciting. Yeah. Uh, so we got that in the, on the back burner. Um, just want to mention a few dates here. September 12th, Tulsa, Oklahoma. The 13th, Thackerville, Oklahoma. September 14th, Wichita, Kansas. September 25th, Charlotte, North Carolina. And September 26th, Charlotte, North Carolina. SebastianLive.com. Uh, it's good to be back. It's good to be back in the swing of things with you guys. Thanks awesome, for man. listening. Share the Pete and Sebastian show wherever you go. We'll see you next week. The show has ended. How fucking great would this be in like uh, my own little deli? Pete's Foldem. You buy it from me like that. Then I give it to you and then you flap it up together. Boom. Oh. You make a meet. When you get in your car, when you get where you go, you flap it up.